What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitz. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we're so happy to have you here in our car this week. I I truly almost just had like a stroke. I don't I almost said well I almost said Schnitt talk. Like mm. mind you, have not done that for five years <laughs> yeah well because so our like handles on everything are late night drive pod and the handles for the she writes dogs podcast used to be she writes dogs pod so yeah. something about that i always almost it's say a confusing writes- you guys we've been around the block you know we're old we've had a, a long we've and been- storied career we uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we've got histories we've got bodies mm-hmm. we've got bodies yeah. We've fucked so many podcasts. We fu- we fucked a few. A we few, fucked a few podcasts. Between the two of us, we fucked some podcasts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> some big podcasts. What's up with you guys this yeah. week? What's How do you feel? Um, I feel crazy. There was a, a void moon and a full moon. Mind you, and I want to say what? something. Okay. Mm. Okay. Can I just say something? Please do. We're on. We're, this is the whole thing. It's a podcast. Say things. Yeah, is saying things, and that's true. So here, I, here I go, and I'm gonna say it. I feel like you can always tell that I'm like on the verge of a full mental breakdown when I really start talking about like the moon, the moon. and like manifesting, <laughs> and like I'm doing meditations. Like I only turn yeah. to like real woo woo shit when I'm like I am one thing away from snapping. Um, and that's like always a joke between a friend of mine because she's like, I'm listening to sleep manifestations. I'm like, should I call someone? Do we need to do a wellness check? Yeah, because I remember when you were going through your last um, like major, like the the break, the real breakup breakup. I was talking to um, Julia about it at the time. And it was when I had to call when I was calling you every night because he used to call okay. you every night. And I was like. Yeah. Oh, I have to go. I was with Julie and I was like, oh, I have to go call Ellie. Like, she's about to go to sleep. And then I like came back and she was like, how's Ellie? And I'm like, good. Like, she got some new crystals today. And Julie was like, oh my God, she's already on the crystal phase of her breakup. Good for her. That was fast. <laughs> I bought so many. I had like a full break. I bought like 12 crystals. I still have them. I did the exact same thing. I went to a psychic. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I, I went, went to a psychic. I bought crystals. I was looking, getting into meditation. I think Julie we went to like a hypnotist energy healer like this is what women Slay. do this is what women go through I, breakups I do. do find it like very comforting like I find like the mystical shit very comforting when I'm like well nothing else is working so I might as well try because I'm like I'm doing yeah. therapy and I'm journaling and I'm doing all this stuff I'm exactly. supposed to do and I still feel like garbage so I'm just gonna hold this fucking crystal and say mm-hmm. a ritual <laughs> I think it's also because like we know that the placebo often does work so if we just keep trying shit then like something's gonna something's gonna happen it also (laughs) i will say it always helps me with sleep like i i I find like Mm. mystical woo woo girlies very relaxing so like um when i lately before sleep i've been listening to this like asmr um energy healing meditation <laughs> and she just like you're whispers. so breakup girl right now i'm fine i'm so normal she she like whispers to you like you do like a progressive body relaxation and then she just says nice things and then it sort of fades out and like there's just a crackling campfire it's a very lovely way to fall asleep i will say her name is asmr fleur if you're interested 
Mm, I bet a lot of people will be interested. Mm -hmm. But I was just thinking about that today, which is so random because I was on TikTok because I'm trying to make myself watch TikTok. So then perhaps I will end up making TikToks more often. Mm -hmm. And there was like, my algorithm is so different now. And there was like one kind of woo-woo-y type video that went on my feed. And I like scrolled past it. And I was like, that's so funny because that's what my whole feed used to be. And that was what I would like watch. That's like what I used TikTok for was stuff like that when I was going through Uh my breakup phase (laughs) for a while, actually. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do feel like it's such an indicator, which is not to say that like being like a spiritual girly is like you're automatically like something's wrong with you you're going through something but I find for myself that like I always know it's a little like I get a little more intense about it when I'm going through something yeah I mean you know us we've been doing tarot card of the week for every week for a year and she wasn't going through a breakup like totally but it's just intensifying (laughs) it just gets a little crazy um I I started listening to like ASMR Reiki healing when I quit my job like four years ago because it was such a miserable experience quitting that job and I could not sleep I was so upset all the time that I was just like fine I'll see what the universe has I started following a bunch of moon omens Instagram pages like like clockwork when something's going wrong with me I'm like and we're gonna have a mantra wait I honestly think that this is such an interesting topic that we should revisit for like a main topic at some point because what is it about like a horrible time in your life where women love to get really like spiritual and like moon type vibes And like psychics and energy healing. <laughs> yeah. And I could be like sarcastic and goofy about it and be like, because we're women and we're so in tune with the natural world and it's like whatever. But honest to God, I do think that sometimes you get to a point where you're like, well, none of the normal shit's working. <laughs> you're like, the world is being fucking awful to me right now and I've done everything right. So I might as well yeah. try something fucking lunatic bullshit. And then it kind of does work. It kind of goes with what we were talking about last week where whenever you're going through that, you're like, no one has ever felt this bad before. I've certainly (laughs) never felt this bad before. So I'm going to need the help of something extraterrestrial in order... Like in order to handle this pain that should be unknown to man. I need to call on like (laughs) angels, okay? Like I need to like call on the energies that are underlying the universe to get me through this because no one's ever been this sad before. Um, Exactly. And I, I, I think, think that's there's something there a big for part sure. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes with last week. It's like the, this pain is so big. There's no way this should be naturally occurring. So I can't <laughs> right. fix it with something that's naturally occurring. There is something magical happening to me. I did literally, and this is where I'm at in my life. I told my therapist that I thought that maybe I've been having really bad luck because in August I broke a mirror. I was like, maybe it's going to be seven more years of everything (laughs) sucking. And she was like, do you think that that sounds like something that's like true? Or do we think that that's something that might not be true? And I said, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I saw a fucking TikTok yesterday that said today, February 28th was going to be like, or what uh, maybe it's not today oh god it tomorrow is it's gonna be the worst day of my life and like i'm gonna get the worst news imaginable february 28th is the worst day of your life it's on wednesday they said it's they said it's gonna be and then there were like a hundred thousand likes on it but unless i use that Why would sound you like that of course oh, okay i didn't like it See, those things are fake because the universe doesn't doesn't do stuff in likes i believe that and also, as you guys know, I'm not speaking to anyone romantically. Well, you probably assume I ha- I haven't clarified that in like a couple <laughs> weeks, but like I would have told you if something I was had not changed. Thinking and that you were, 
Yeah, and I also got this video that was like, something's gonna change for you. There's someone like romantically who's sort of been lying to you about how they feel. They actually feel more for you than they've been letting on. And I was like, you know what? This really would have gotten me a couple years ago, probably. I like, know. <laughs> because I that is so often would hit for someone and the only reason it didn't for me is because I am such an anomaly in the fact that there's literally like, nobody I am not that- talking to anybody <laughs> yeah it is funny like I think some of those things prey on us but like a lot of my feed is like the crystally woo woo shit right now because I'm in- going insane yeah. um, but a lot of them are like here's a love reading he's thinking about you and I'm like I'm scrolling past it because I'm like no he's not like I'm like I don't want to hear that right now and you're preying on people who are weaker than me <laughs> that would honestly I would love to like go into the comments of one of those videos these days and see your comment on top being like leave Be me like, alone fuck you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and that being said our roadside attraction today sort of is a spell but like we're, we're right, doing right, 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 really right. when really we get to well. that when it we is to spell that. vibes it is witch coded and, and i want you to I know mean, that it sometimes it just feels good to be a little goofy with it a little silly and maybe like who knows maybe the universe is listening so would you say that the car we're in is maybe a broom today Oh my god, we're, we're riding like a, a little broom stick and we've got a little cat with us, maybe a little black cat who's also in he's wearing oh my god, a little Kiki's hat. delivery service. We're Kiki's delivery service today. What? Oh That's really my god, cute. I'm loving this. Another thing I'm doing before sleep to help me sleep. Um there's these Love. things on that my mom sent me that okay, I don't know how they work because I'm not a scientist, but they're like little eye masks and they're like paper or whatever. And when you take them out of the package, they start to heat up and steam. Like you don't have to do Ooh. anything. They just start to steam. So you wear them on your eyes and it's like oh steam and melatonin and it's sort of like aromatherapy. <gasps> oh, my oh my God. God it is so relaxing. I'm not joking. It is. I can't sleep without them now because it's Are they expensive? So, I don't think so, but I don't know because my mommy bought them for me. Are they one use or? They are single use. I'm sure they make masks that are, you can reuse them, but these are the single use ones. And honestly, it is so fucking luxurious and relaxing. I, 10 out of 10, I recommend. I have an opposite tip for this week. Um, It's my financial hack of the week. (laughs) If you have a fire pit, then when you go on a walk, you can pick up sticks on the ground for free lumber. That's a good tip, and that's <laughs> free for you. It's free real estate. <laughs> I was literally like on walks multiple times this week, like picking up sticks and then sending Chrissy photos, like free lumber today, free lumber queen, free lumber, because fr- it's expensive to buy firewood. That's crazy. I would never have thought about that because um, I'm like really? trees. They're sort of everywhere, you know. Like you can sort of get trees, but you can't chop down a tree. Uh, like no, you, know, you certainly shouldn't. Yeah, well, I you mean, certainly, I, well, perhaps. If- you shouldn't, but legally, you probably can. You also can't. Should we do a, <laughs> we should do our frugal tip of the week. So yours is, there's free lumber. There's free kindling, <laughs> if you know free where to kindling. look. Free kindling, yes. <laughs> if you have eyes bright enough to see. <laughs> oh, yes. Cathedral, cathedrals everywhere for those with the eyes to see them. Oh, I did ask Ellie a um, Taylor Swift lyric question, and she really came through hard. She was like, this could be about multiple songs. <laughs> well, you, like, you, like... Gave me like a vague half lyric where it was like two different lyrics. And I was like, okay, these are two songs. These are different songs. I think I know what you're talking about, I, but I was And right. I was thinking of two songs. So it was yeah. perfect. Because at first, I, yeah, sorry, guys. It doesn't really matter. No, but, but it is. It does matter because one thing I'm very proud of is my encyclopedic knowledge of Taylor Swift lyrics. 
Exactly. And I knew that you would know. I was like, she'll figure this out so quickly because she just knows that. Did you see the one Swifty who got in trouble? Or I don't know if maybe this was a joke. Let me know if this was a joke because mm-hmm. I might be dumb. They posted screenshots of like Taylor Nation reaching out to them and asking for their like they were like, you're a big fan. <laughs> we love you. It was real or not. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, going, they were like finding it. Sorry. You're a big fan. We love you. Like, send us your full name, birthday, and, like, location. Like, kind of implying, you know, I'm going to send you free merch type stuff. The person replied that, and then Taylor Swift Nation was like, we have identified you as a user who is sharing copyrighted materials. (laughs) I don't know if it was real, but that is some shit she would do, so it does make me laugh. That's why it's so Um, funny, because it's like, it might, it's it's probably a joke. But it could be, you know? It could be real, and, like, I could see that. All the Swifties are going to be shaking in their boots. And the way that like Taylor Nation is and how there's like a Swiftie who like Taylor Nation asked for their for their ID number or something like their driver's license number. I don't they asked for they asked for some kind of number. I don't know. What the, maybe they meant phone number. Maybe they meant and this person just gave them their social security number, which I like still think <laughs> is so funny because <laughs> that's how much we just are like, yeah, that's mom. You know, that's sort of <laughs> sort of a family. You can know number. everything about me. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, my God. We have a big update, you guys. A big mm. update from our um, roadside attraction last week, which <laughs> I don't know if you've... <laughs> okay. I don't know well, if they've seen this because it was kind of like... It wasn't. It didn't get that mainstream, I would say, but it should have been. Do you want to say the sacred sentence? Well, I do want to add um, that there was a, a littler update that I want to say before the your update, which is much funnier than okay. this, but I do just want to say yeah. that... Um, there was more back and forth between this creator, Maddie, and her dad. And in the last video, the guy was like, Maddie, we can collab if you want. Like, why don't we meet up and talk through our issues and collab? I think the people would like that. Like, which is the funniest fucking thing that your, like, estranged father could say collab to you. Collab with daughter. Collab like, with your and kid. And not, not be like, let's, like, meet up and talk this out one-on-one, you and me as a father and a daughter. He's yeah. like, Maddie, let's collab. Like, that is just <laughs> proving her stories so much that should tell you everything you need to know yeah if my dad yeah. was ever like do you want to collab i'd be like what Shake is wrong with you <laughs> what <laughs> oh my god i can't even imagine saying that like to my sister i don't like i, I don't know like <laughs> i don't even say that <laughs> to my friends who are content creators do you want to collab yeah because i don't well i also just have never done anything that would like be considered a collab although when i do hang out with friends who are content creators and like i post a picture people do dm me saying love mm, this collab love this collab that's a big but whatever and that's a whole other thing anyway yeah, so um uh, we got a fun update that breakdancing dad was so racist at dartmouth that another man bit him and he got a tetanus shot (laughs) um and i just love that detail i think that's a really special part of the story that people are kind of overlooking um people are forgetting that he got bit at dartmouth he got bit uh in college for being racist um and you don't we don't bite racists as often as i think we should i think that should be like a sort of a standard punishment The article, it concludes with, and Hart, the son of conservative columnist Jeffrey Hart, a Dartmouth English professor, received a tetanus shot. It was just another battle in what Ben Hart calls the war of ideas. Just another battle in the war of ideas. I also don't know if you saw, but like Elon Musk obviously responded to Breakdancing Dad and was like, I support you. He quote tweeted Elon, Breakdancing Dad, 
Um, mm. He quote tweeted Elon like three separate times, like every single time that Elon <laughs> responded to them. And in each and every one, he said, I love you, Elon. Thank you for defending free speech. In, in each oh my one. god, they're obsessed with that. Which, by the way, today I saw screenshots of people like showing that cis is now a slur on X and like that tweets that, with that in it are getting marked as hate speech. So Elon like said, this was like a couple months ago, I think. Elon was like, Free cisgender speech. is a slur. Cisgender is a slur and you shouldn't be allowed to say it. And people were like, yeah, shut up. And then uh, he, I guess he's made it like a real thing on the platform. Mind you, he doesn't ban any other hate speech. Uh, no, I've seen so many ridiculous, some crazy like, shit. you know, those, yeah. those screenshots of like your report against this person this and person then it's like a username slur is in a the slur. name. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, we have well, not found any problem wrong with this here. account. I don't see yeah, what you could possibly really, mean. Yeah, there's no real issue here. Um, but yeah, though, it's so, that's just so funny. And I just love that he he's, first of all, so racist. He got bit in college and now is like a crypto coin peddling like Elon Musk. He's like sucking and fucking Elon Musk for fun on Twitter, like just bent over blowing bubbles on the dick kind of shit. Like, oh, it's so funny. Ellie. Sorry. What? It's funny. You kind of like really went after it there. That was amazing. I didn't mean to. Yeah. It's just sometimes it it the spirit of Hassan Piker takes over me and I just say some shit that he would say. He's getting some shit right now. I don't know if you saw. He is. And can I tell you something? I You texted me, I'm becoming a Hassan defender. Uh, I'm about to be a Hassan I defender. Said, I'm like, going to be, yeah, be a Hassan defender. <laughs> Thank God. But so I don't know if any of you, maybe you did see this if you're on the internet, but um, it was very funny because I was watching live. So I was mm-hmm. watching as this was happening and it was really weird to see like 10 seconds of like a three minute thing that he had said go vi- like go viral on Twitter like in real time. Uh, yeah. But basically what people said he said was that streaming is a har- is harder than having a real job. That was like the yeah. clip <laughs> that people it was 10 seconds being like I'm so much more exhausted after streaming than when I had a real do- job. He said that. Yeah. Um, but what he was talking about was that when he goes to like parties after sitting and streaming live for nine hours, he like doesn't have a social battery and he like right. feels like he's antisocial and it like really just drains his battery because he's already been talking for nine hours all day and he's like not as social as he'd like to be. And he feels like when he worked a sales job, he wasn't socially exhausted in the same way that he's socially exhausted from doing um, the Twitch streaming. Right. That was truly the full he- sentence. And he did clarify and he was like, I'm not saying like there are a lot of jobs, like real jobs I could compare it to, yes. like working customer service, yes. um, you know, things like that. Retail, that would be the same type of thing. And he just <laughs> I don't know. It was his just experience funny. is just sleepy. Uh, and people were social like, battery uh, specifically. Well, <laughs> yes, specifically just not being able to be a social at the end of the day. And people were just yeah, so he- crazy with it. I think he also clarified like after nine hours of streaming he could certainly go do like a hard physical task it's just fully specific yeah, to just, you the don't social aspect of it after we do two episodes <laughs> i'm like i don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> i know and that's like two hours <laughs> yeah i when i stream for two hours i'm like oh my god i cannot go talk to anybody now i feel crazy um and it's not even remotely the same thing streaming to you know, 100 people versus 20,000 people. It's just 
crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, people were really dragging him. And I was like, stop being mean to my friend. I did feel a little bad. I will say that. I get like why people would say that's ridiculous if they just saw the video out of context. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was funny rough like, for him. Like a hundred thousand likes on some of those tweets yes. dragging him, and it was just funny. Like I watched it live, so I watched the whole you know conversation that he'd had. So it didn't even like register to me why anybody would be upset about that. Because in my head, I was like, he literally said he's like profoundly lucky to have the job he has. He also understands why people get upset with you know. Like he said the whole thing, so I was like, how did anybody misconstrue that? And then I'm like, oh, someone like purposely misconstrued it. Well. And by the way, that's part of why that job is so exhausting because you have to like make sure that the things you say come with so many like caveats, caveats, yeah, disclaimer Mm -hmm. and like all of those sentences to make sure that things can't be taken out of context. Like you have to stop yourself and be like, wait a minute, like I don't want people to take this this way. So let me like also make these follow up comments so people know that that's not what I meant by that. Like that's that's hard on the brain. And it's hard life. Because, like, if you're, like, a YouTuber, you can just cut shit out, you know? Like, you can just be, like, actually, I don't need that sentence in there at all, just in case people take it the wrong way. But, like, he's live, so all day long he has to, like, self-edit. It's like if every time we tweeted, which we already tweet in a funny way where we have to be, like, well, and this isn't true in all cases, and this is only my personal (laughs) experience, comma, however, comma. Like, we already do that weird shit, you know? Um, But if we had to, like, do that live every minute of every day... Like, you would feel insane. You would, like, never want to speak to a human being ever again. I wouldn't be chatty, I'll tell you that. I would not be chatty, I'll tell you that. And I already have a small social battery. My social battery already is not very charged. (laughs) Would you like to talk about Love is Blind, by the way? Oh, my God, are you finally... Okay, wait, spoiler alert for Love is Blind. If you have not watched the whole show, you can skip. It'll probably be about seven minutes. Well... This is going to come out on the day where new episodes will be available that we haven't seen yet. So, okay, so we, we're seeing the first, the first two, two drops, drops is what we will be discussing, which I think is like six or eight episodes. Who knows? But the first two drops, you say? know what we mean by that. Yes. Um. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you watched. I am caught up. The first thing I have to say is like. I I was seeing a lot of the um, stuff with the casting unfolding on social media like as I was watching the episode. So it, I feel like it maybe spoiled it a little bit to like mm. see the love stories when I already knew a lot of those people had girlfriends back home. Um, <laughs> which like it, it was brutal. like three of them. I think three yeah. of the ones who are engaged right now. And I think Evil. one. One of them is allegedly gay. Okay. Going one of them like is allegedly gay. Number. Yeah, maybe gay. One of them's maybe gay. And then one of them, um, God, which one was it? Jeremy. Jeremy, the one that we thought was nice, the himbo. The one that we thought was sweet. And all of his comments were like, oh, my God, Jeremy, you're amazing. Like, we love you so much. Or Trevor. Was no, it, you, what was this? You're, talking, you're talking about Trevor with the mullet. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The mullet guy. The himbo mullet guy, Trevor. Everyone was obsessed yes. with him. They loved him. He went into it with a girlfriend, like was saying, bye, they're about to take my phone, just so you know, nothing I'm going to say is going to be real. And then oh, he gets out God. and he's like, he's like, I'm going to look like a hero. I couldn't have planned that better myself. Like she took the proposal from someone else, but I'm going to come out looking so sweet. And then apparently he also like threatened to show their sex tape to her young child if she ever exposed him, which is like next level what? above everything else. 
And we were all fooled. He was the only you, one I that was I was like, well, he's all for him. I was like, he's I was a like, good he boy. seemed kind of nice. Okay, yeah. but not even not even like the outside drama because I don't care about yeah. that. We'll talk. They'll talk about that okay. at the reunion and they'll like do that whole thing. The season itself now, and mind you, I'm rewatching some of the older seasons and I had only watched the first one, but I think this season is really good. <laughs> It is a really good season. I think it's a really good season as well. I I do think the one issue I've had with the most recent seasons is like they've started to really not get anybody who's likable. And that's like <laughs> a big issue for me when I'm watching reality television is like I do yeah, you love need a villain or two. But I need at least like one full couple to be people that I think like, oh, my God, they're amazing. They're great people. Can't wait to see I them like win. Amy and Johnny. Even though they, yeah. they talk about contraception like rocket science. Um, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, but I like them. Obviously, everybody else is full garbage. Absolute fucking garbage. Um, I don't know what the hell happened with uh, Kenneth and Brittany. That was crazy. Um, they just broke up out of nowhere. I think that it was he was waiting for any kind of out from her end so that he could use it as like, oh, you expressed doubt. Like, it wasn't me ending this. Like, you brought it up. That's why things ended. And he got like so excited, I think, when she finally expressed a little bit of concern. And then he was like immediately calling his friends to pick him up. It honest to God was like very... A lot of like his... All of his interactions were like very triggering for me. Like the... The way he was literally on that damn phone, the way that he was truly staring at his phone, everything on his phone was more interesting than what was happening with this like very nice woman who's like clearly trying so hard to love him. Yeah, Um, that was really hard to watch because like I've definitely dated guys like that who are like get off that damn phone um and And he said he was writing emails, but he was swiping like that was not writing email behavior with your fingers stupid um i just think i just think britney's really nice and then it was also like so upsetting that she like brought up a like valid concern where she was like i just feel like you don't you know initiate things with me i feel like we don't have like a a spark like a sex life (laughs) and he immediately was like uh in your mind to you like and, and then he like, brings huh? up what about that time at 1 a.m when you were asleep and had to wake up at 5 a.m and i and woke I you up all and the you... lights and i hope my arm around you huh <laughs> and she was sort of like oh yeah <laughs> yeah i guess like she was like maybe that was my fault like huh no oh it wasn't. and then he's back on that damn phone while she's standing there crying mm. and then he goes give me a hug so i know it's no beef I, on my life, was like, I will leap through the screen and punch you in the face myself. Like, 25 or not, I don't care. I'll beat you up uh, in a video game. And then oh my God. Um, the other, I mean, obviously, I think Chelsea and Jimmy are hilarious. Like, they're, I don't know what they're, what's going to happen with them, but they're very funny to me. Um, they might end up together. Like, they I honestly, might, like, they really I might. see a version where they're the only couple who lasts and, like, Still it will standing. shock the world. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I could see it. Um, and then uh, Laura and Jeremy. Uh, why does he spell his Laura name like that? pissed me the fuck off. Yeah, with the stuff with AD where she was like, oh, yeah, just like yes. grab her boob. And like, ma- like okay, it's true, so true, dehumanizing true, true. the way that she was acting about that. I thought it was disgusting. No, no, no. She's clearly yeah. a bad person. Like just clearly kind of a pill. I'll say this. She's clearly like <laughs> not a person you want to be around. Um, she also made like weird com- comments about like, 
he has the same views on gay marriage and abortion and religion and stuff. I was like, what are the views? And I was like, oh, like what are the know. views, Laura? Please tell us the views. Um, uh, but I will say she handed Jeremy his fucking ass in that last scene. I was telling my parents about that because I was so into the way that she like handled that situation. I don't know. I mean, for those of you obviously have seen, you know that he... He lied to her about where he was, about his location. And she made this whole thing where she was like, I'm not going to check your fucking location. I'm not going to be in a relationship where I check your location. So where were you? And he said, I was in the parking lot at the bar. And she said, you're lying. And he says, I'm not lying. What am I lying about? And she was like, you're lying about leaving the bar. And he said, uh, I was in the parking lot. There, there's an alley by the parking lot. She goes, you are not at that bar. And he was like, what? And she was like, you are north of Uptown where Sarah Ann lives. Like she like got his ass. She's like, of course I fucking checked my location when you weren't home at five in the morning. What, you think I'm stupid? Like she got his ass. And then he like looked down. I think what happened, this is in my headcanon from what I've seen on TikTok, mm. is that he had left his phone in the car at the parking lot, but forgot he was wearing a fucking Apple watch. And the Can Apple I say that's exactly what I thought? That's exactly what I thought yeah. when he was so obsessed he with was being so like, no, confident. you have my location. Yeah. Because this is what happens with kids who are like, oh, they track my parents track my phone. They like just leave their phone in their mailboxes and then go off with their boyfriend like without a phone. So they're just like in danger. They have no way to contact <laughs> anyone. And it's like, but they won't know where I am. So yeah, just so crazy. She she got his ass. I was really in, I was really impressed by the way she talked him into a corner like he couldn't she get out of that line him. if he tried. Yes. Because she was like, I don't care about your location. I'm not going to check your location. So he kind of thought he was in the clear. He was he like, yeah. He was in the clear. I, so well, I was, I was just there. I was in the, the parking lot. Parking lot. She's like, well, mind I you. checked your location. <laughs> and I'll say it. Mind you, not any less sketchy to be in a parking lot with a woman you almost married until five in the morning. No. But definitely because worse that's to be not at closure. her home. <laughs> no. A conversation until 5 a.m. is not a closure conversation. That's like. What were you doing in that damn car if you were in that car? That's too much time of talking. Like, you have now changed from, like, oh, this is what you look like. Well, I wish you the best. It's changed to, like, hey, like, blah, Do you blah, wish blah. things were different? Like, I did not like that. Which I did Sarah not like Ann that. had already, like, said to him. Which, to yes. be honest, I don't really blame her. Like, it's not really, like, <laughs> I mean, it's not great. That's the problem with this show. None of them are fucking likable. You know, like, yeah, I don't really I'm like, whatever, they're all going to do bad things. And I think that is also what is making this season so interesting to me is that like there are one or two people that I think are like actually good hearted, kind people. And then the rest of them, I'm like, you are bad and I'm enjoying watching this. <laughs> I just feel like do you think the casting is getting people who are in relationships on purpose or do you think they're just bad at their jobs or do you think they're just trying to find bad people and then that kind of like goes along with them being bad people i am not sure i think it probably is they do like a personality test and like the psyche val and they're like okay this person mm -hmm. sucks we should have them on the show but that's not fair if you really want people to find love like it it's i think it's really easy to tell who came on there to like actually fall in love and and who didn't? I mean, I would say that I would think it's obvious, but many of them tricked me. So it's not that I obvious know. to me. I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> Kenneth tricked me. He tricked me. He seemed so nice. So nice. And then I saw him on that damn phone. I'll never let I have go. to say, I was shocked that Michael tricked you. I was like, from the first moment of him is like just leaving the room while a woman is speaking. 
Is that his name, Michael? Matthew. 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 Yeah. He tricked me just because I'm stupid, and I was like, "Well, he's sh- he's anxious. Like he's shy, and look how he's so nice to AD." You I know. thought he was like extremely rude. And then I was like, oh, well, there's someone for everyone. He seems to really like her. So yeah, maybe it's yeah, a good yeah. thing. And then and then he made comments about America watching like four different times. He's like, the nation will be behind me. America's watching. I, <laughs> I was like, was that like, man has okay, shot up and eaten people. Like he has such cannibal vibes. It's crazy. And I was fooled. I really was fooled. So when when I was so fooled that when he, she found out that he had said those same things to that other girl, I actually I was like, gagged. I was gagged. I was gagged when I saw I was that. Like, I, I got to say- stay up another hour because oh my god. <laughs> I wish that they had shown him saying all the same things. Although but maybe I think they, they just wanted like, that. Were out they of wanted time. the little switcheroo. They wanted us yeah, to yeah, go, yeah. huh? You know? No, but like after after the gagging, like showing him saying the same thing so that he like couldn't deny yeah. it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. but I believed yeah. it anyway, and it worked really well. It, it was a, it's a great season, you guys. And, you know, maybe you're skipping this part of our podcast. Maybe you're also really invested. Love is Blind is a very popular show. Like the people on that show get more followers than like so many more followers than Bachelor contestants just because Netflix wow. is so much bigger. Oh. Like people on Love is Blind get millions of followers. People on That's Bachelor get like 10,000, maybe 100,000 yeah, 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 from yeah. it, which is like so. And like same as um the earlier seasons of Too Hot to Handle, they got like millions of followers from those shows too. The Netflix ones just go crazy. That is our little Love is Blind recap. So if you don't care about Love is Blind, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. We're done talking. Or if you just are planning to watch it and haven't yet, you know, same totally, thing. Totally, well, totally, totally. And I would, by the way, recommend that you watch it. I don't like reality. T- like I, I don't know, I watch shocked. reality TV, but I'm so all in. I'm like literally counting down the seconds, the seconds until the new episodes come out. I have to know what happens. Honestly, my favorite part of every reality TV show is the reunion because like a year mm-hmm. has gone by and they're going to yeah. like update me in one hour of everything that's transpired since then. And there, there are always things. There are always so many things. There's always things. Um, should we pivot wait. to Avatar? I have feelings. I have more feelings than I have thoughts, if that makes sense. May, may I, before we start the conversation, just say I am four episodes in. I'm not okay, fully yeah, no spoilers, finished. No spoilers. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously know what happens, but like... Right. No, yeah. no spoilers. That That's sort of the thing. It's like, you know, the plot. Anyways, Avatar The Last Airbender live action um, first season came out on Netflix. And it came out to mixed feelings from a lot of people a lot of people really hating it um right and also i think this like sort of pervasive feeling from people who who didn't like it and saw people who did like it that they're like well that person clearly didn't watch the original show and didn't like (laughs) the original show like because you could never if you want i don't understand why we have to like i don't understand why we can't just like things for being different things I like yeah, it because I, mean, I like Avatar. Like, I think it's a sweet story, and I I think it's a cute show. I understand, especially the criticisms about, like, the writing and the acting. Mm-hmm. I do feel like they just say things that don't need to be said. Like, they just lay it out so obviously with the writing in ways where it's like that could have been implied yes. or that could have been inferred. Um, it, it's just, like, too in your face, Certainly. I think. Things that were like implied in the show, 
um, that were in like the sorry the original like, show oh. that had to lay them out. Yeah, yeah. Like we need to give a little speech to this and like make it super like, obvious. No, you don't. And yeah, like also smushing a lot of storylines together that didn't need to be smushed together. Fine, I I get all those criticisms, but I I just liked looking at it, and it was like a sweet little fun show to have on. You know, there are definitely parts that I'm enjoying of it. I really like the visuals. I love that they cast actual children. Um, mm-hmm. I. I think like some of the fleshing out of the first episode was really fun. Like the way they did the yeah. before the um, before Aang was trapped in the iceberg thing. Um, yeah, I think I, that I, added like a level of heart to it where you really do go, mm-hmm. oh my God, like he lost every person that he'd ever known in one night. Like a yeah. whole culture gone and like we see it like it's. Yeah. Pretty visceral. It's pretty upsetting. I was gonna say that's like the one thing I thought that they maybe even did better than the animation. And there's one more thing. thing. There's another thing I think they do better in this version because you haven't finished it yet. Um, Right. Which is that I think the way that they really flesh out Zuko and Iroh's relationship, and there's a lot of like past memories, and you really see how their relationship developed from before he was injured, and like when, Mm -hmm. you know, Iroh lost his son, and the way that they, like, the way that Zuko, like, comforted him when he lost his son. Like, things that you're like, I know that they've had this long relationship, otherwise they wouldn't still, you know, be here together with each other, but it's seeing it in the live action is really, really kind of beautiful and like made me emotional because I was like, oh, these are two people who really love each other, you know? Yeah. And I feel like some of my headspace going into it helped me to enjoy it more because I already know that I'm not going to like a live action adaptation as much as an animated series. Mm-hmm. I There's just like they can't capture something that animation has when they turn it into live action. I didn't like the Lion King live action. I didn't like okay, any of the. Awful. Well, yeah, but like any of the ones that <laughs> I can think of in the last however many years, like yeah. I've always been disappointed by live action adaptations of animated. They just like don't capture the magic. It's not as. It's kind of uncanny valley. It's a little spooky but I think the costumes were mostly pretty good I think Mm -hmm. it's fun I think the only thing that was really missing was like some of the humor of it like I think it wasn't as lighthearted as the cabbages didn't make me laugh the cab like unfortunately the cabbage guy didn't get me the way that he was supposed to no I was like oh so close they really wanted to like wink at it but they didn't wink at it they kind of went like you know they, they overdid the wink they could have been more yeah. subtle with it. But I don't really, and I'll say this, I don't really care. But that's because I'm a person who, I just kind of like watching stuff. Like, I don't really, I think that the, mm-hmm. like, the series they did of Series of Unfortunate Events was really cute and stylized. Like, I think that that was a fun adaptation of those books. And, like, yeah. similarly, I think this is, like, a fun, stylized, different adaptation of source material. And you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I'm interested to see what like teenagers and like the preteen age think about it, because I do think a lot of it was geared more toward them, which makes sense because that's what the story originally was. It's a Nickelodeon show. Um, And you can tell, like, obviously, some of the writing, you know, just like how the there was a lot of criticism for that one monologue in Barbie. Like sometimes things are for maybe children. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. some of those things and can be for kids. That's allowed. There's a lot that I'm enjoying. I, w- I would love for my brother, who I used to watch Avatar with, to watch it and like text him about it. And I, I-, I like things. I do think that they're like doing good callbacks to the original show too, which is nice. Like some of mm-hmm. the exact phrases, shots, and, and phrases. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And I think I think a lot of the casting is really good. Honestly, I think they did a good job. I think, it, especially, I think Zuko is great. He's like given a I great think- performance. I think Zuko's the only one I think is good. <laughs> He's really good. I think he might be the oldest, though. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the a- yeah, a lot of the acting isn't the best. Even the older characters, to me though, like the adults, I don't love the acting of a lot of the older mm-hmm. adults in the show. Unfortunately, um, it just like a lot of it feels like oh, we're acting now, and we're and we're saying lines that were written for us to make something. Very clear. Yeah, it feels like they didn't have a lot of time with the source material, but like whatever. I will always love the cartoon like so much. So this is just mm-hmm. like a fun little treat to me. I don't think it needs to be like better. I would never think it was going to be better. I think it's just fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think it's things like- are allowed to just be fun. Like that's reality TV is just fun. Like I still watch it, even though I'm not like this has made me really feel mm-hmm. and think things, you know. It's like an opportunity to rewatch one of your favorite shows again, but it's like a little different and it's not going to be the same, but you know, it's like revisiting an old friend in a new way. That's how I feel. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Slay. I got a lot of good discount Valentine's Day candy. I got it for 50% off. Great sale. So happy um, Oh, I'm you. really enjoying the underwater oil rigging TikTok videos. I don't know if you've seen those. Oh my God, they're so funny. So, Have you not seen them? No, I haven't, but please go on. <laughs> So, like, a girl will call her dad and be like, oh, my God, I got a job with Exxon Mobil. It's, and then they'll be like, what do you mean? And they'll be like, it's for oil rigging. It's, like, $200,000. I'm just, like, kind of nervous to do it because I don't know how to weld. And, like, then they'll be, like, underwater welding. And then the dad will be like, that is one of the hardest. Like, you can't do. It's just very funny. <laughs> They're very funny videos. You should check them out. I'll send you. I'll send you one. I thought you would meant that they would be videos of somebody underwater welding and, like, and those doing funny. oil rigs. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I could see that being kind of something, you know. Honestly, I'm at a point where I was like, maybe I should take a job underwater welding if they pay that well. Like, are they desperate for <laughs> if workers? Somebody was like, do you want to underwater weld? I'd be like, maybe. Is it for two hundred thousand a year? Maybe, yeah. I would do nearly anything for two hundred thousand a year, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, that's that. Should we pull over? Our I think broom? we can pull over. Pull our broom over and go dance with the coven under the moonlight. Wow. Yeah. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew, or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. 
After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. Okay, so we are talking about leap year spells. And I just have to say, when I saw that there was a February 29th this year, I was shocked. I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought it was a joke. I forgot that this... I forgot that this existed. I forgot that this was even a thing. This is like a distant memory to me. I don't know what I was doing last time. There was a leap year, but I don't think I even noticed that it happened. It was 2020, so you definitely didn't notice that it happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, who knows what I was doing back then. I was living February 29th, in- 2020. We were like, really? Another day in this fucking month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's a leap year. Do, do y'all know what, what that means? There's an extra day in the year because of fucking Julius Caesar. He was like, we need to have 12 months in the year instead of 13. But that means that every four years we need an extra day. Otherwise, bad things will happen because uh, time zones and hours and sort of planets. I don't know. But that's the vibe. Something about the rotations and the mm, way that they spin. Yeah. And the way that they spin in relation to each other, even, I would say. Even, I would say. This. Right. Um, but so- to me, this was great news because one extra day before I have to pay rent and also True. free day. 
free day to free do day. whatever really you can do anything sort of a silly goofy opposite day even like sort of a day and that's kind of was the vibe of like i was googling like what do people do what are their like leap day traditions do you guys know any leap babies i know i know a handful of leap a couple babies. people replied to me they were like, like i'm seven I'm baby like lol and yeah. i love that <laughs> i think that's so fun like imagine when you're like i'm seven i've only had some birthdays um also i do feel I'd like if pissed, you're a leap baby no, I feel like if you're a leap baby, you really get to you really get to fucking live it up because there are not that many people that have your same birthday. Like you're very special, I think. And my friend's half birthday is on leap day, so she only gets it every four years. So I'm pretty excited for this year um, to to talk to her on her half birthday. How does that even work? Because um, she was she born. Her because her it? birthday is in August. It's like August 29th and six months back would be February 29th, but there's not often a February 29th. So, but couldn't it just be like March first though, like math wise. It's like not if the you just same. Divide whatever the it's amount of time same. is in half. Or, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> so anyways, leap day, and a lot of people like throughout throughout time, leap day has sort of been like a oh it's a magical weird funky little day um and back in the day it used to be called like i don't know like romance day or something but like women would propose to their uh to their boyfriends instead of their boyfriends proposing to them on leap day it was like a tradition for women to propose to men on leap day like what era, what era are we thing? talking about right now? Through like the 50s. I mean like the 1800s. Like the 1950s? Yeah, yeah. Like this was like kind oh, of a wow. thing. And it's still okay. a thing I think in like Ireland. Like it's still a thing in like Europe I think. Um, but well, when is, if you're. When is opposite day? I don't, I don't January know if opposite 25th. day has like a real. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. But I, I was just wondering if it like slowly transformed into like a different day nearby or something like that over time. Because I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just like, a, oh, what a weird day. Let's do weird things. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of a weird day, right? It's like a bonus day. Like you don't normally get it. So um, apparently the energy is very, very spiritual. So we're, this is what we're about. And I, I'm going to say this. We're about to get a little woo-woo with it. And if uh, <laughs> if that's not something that's your thing, you don't have to listen to it. But at the same time, it's kind of fun and silly and goofy. So you might as well. And I think even if you're not a super spiritual person, you can get something out of it. Because um, it's just nice. It's just fun. Okay? Sometimes things are just fun. Okay. So Leap Day apparently has like very strong spiritual energy like the veil between worlds you know sort of the veil between worlds is like very thin apparently and um (laughs) so it's a very like um i don't know it's kind of like if you want to change in your life this year there's no better time for doing spell work than on february 29th because it's sort of like a good day to since it only happens every four years it's supposedly a good day to like realign your long-term goals um and also get things out of your life that like don't belong in your life and just sort of like realign yourself into like your best self so you can do things Mm -hmm. for like realignment growth long-term goals and you can also communicate with spirits if you so choose um some of the things that people are saying you can do on leap day to kind of feel spiritual is um you can start a new journal a brand new journal um Mm. and have your first page be a list of long-term goals um and habits that you want to grow or break 
So you're like sort of almost starting off as like a fresh page, like metaphorically, but also like you're kind of doing something physically that's a fresh start. Um, Mm -hmm. You can write things that you want to banish from your life and then burn or bury them, Um, like write them on a piece of paper and burn or bury them at 4 Mm p.m. or 4 a.m. on February 29th. I don't know why the four. It's none of my business. Um, That kind of. (laughs) It makes sense to me because leap day to me sort of sounds like you've opened like this temporary portal into like yeah. this portal that only lasts for one day and you can just like throw mm-hmm. stuff in there and then it'll like, like disappear. It'll disappear for another four <laughs> years. Um, if you're yeah. a tarot girly, you could do a 12 month tarot spread, one card for each of the 12 months. There was also something mm. about like eating citrus fruits. So maybe eat an orange if that's something that sounds fun to you. I'll do whatever they suggest. This ritual specifically is you basically go and find some leaves, okay? Find some leaves. Okay. And then you're going to write down on those leaves um, sort of your troubles or things you want to out of your life, things you don't want to think, you know, have part of you anymore. And then you're going to find somewhere where you can safely throw these leaves, you know, perhaps a stream or a well or out your window if you live in the city. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're going to say these words. I am projecting that which holds me back away from my body, my spirit and my life. I tap into the energy of this liminal rare leap day and ask that it help give me the courage and strength to overcome this hurdle that I've been dealing with once and for all. So might it be. And then you're going to scrunch up the leaf or the leaves and you're going to throw them away from you. And then you're going to take some deep breaths, concentrate on the natural energy. And when you feel ready, thank the environment and leap year for assisting you. Do we want to do that at 4 p.m. or at 4 a.m.? Or does that if one you not can, matter? If you can do it at 4 p.m. or 4 a.m., it says that that would be helpful. Got it. I honestly think it's, like, nice to do things like that anyway. Like, whether or not you want to buy into, like, the spirituality and the magic of it all, like, I think it's, like, nice to physically do something that represents, like, something you yeah. want to do. Like, sometimes I think you need to see it. It's kind of like, does manifesting really work or is it just helpful to write down your goals a bunch of times? Like, does manifesting yeah. really work or is it just helpful to, like, keep yourself accountable by saying this is what I want you know and I think remembering what's important to you (laughs) yeah like I think this is also one of those things like where it's like does it is it really magic or is it just that it's good to like write down the remind yourself of what you don't want in your life and like have a physical representation of getting rid of it I love that if you guys go to our Instagram we will post that on our story so that you mm-hmm. have exactly because it might be hard to write that down from listening to it from here. We'll, we'll have that for you. We'll maybe provide you can, it. You can just play it. Maybe you don't have to say it. Maybe you can hear me Ooh. saying it. And then that's magical that's magic. enough. Because <laughs> that's so I magic. It's nice. I like really love like a fucking symbol. Like I love symbolism. It's like the it's kind of like um, January 1st, you know? It's like, is it like a real thing that it's a whole new day? No, not really. But it does feel good to like start something fresh, a new page, like a new mm-hmm. beginning. And if and if this is helpful to somebody, I, I hope it is because I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> why not? You know? <laughs> I'm totally going to do it. I'm going to make my parents do it with me. I'm going to have everybody do have it. Have everyone I know <laughs> do it. I'm going to write down this 
<laughs> this fuck ass kidney and I'm gonna throw it out the window Ooh, and I think it'll happen I've always really yeah. wanted to do the like the fire burning stuff type of ceremony with my friends I've never done one of those oh I really like doing that I, I used to do it in high school all the time I had a friend for some reason we were like really obsessed with like catharsis in this way like we were really obsessed mm. with doing things that felt really like Ugh, like we're doing something so we would like go and break beer bottles like we would go and like throw them at stuff and we would like write shit down and burn it in the fire and like write down the names of boys who have like hurt our feelings and burn them in the fire wow. and like things like that like it was very emo of us that's important it's like cathartic it's like feels nice to be a little insane i think something about girlhood is being a little insane with it like i do think like a mm. big part of just being a, a girl is being a little bit, a, a little insane with it. And it feels good. It feels good to be a little it bit insane really with it. feels really good. Because why not? There's also a big part of me that's like, I don't know. Like, why not? Like, why not believe in something else? Like, why not just like fuck around with it? Like, why not? What is it? What does it get you to not believe? I don't say like live your whole life based on superstition and like your crystals mm -hmm. and like whatever. But I do think like, kind of fun why not people who get right, really upset about like, it i'm like you're just not fun <laughs> you're never like oh i'm not gonna work on this thing because i got a crystal that's gonna be working on it for me <laughs> you like, know that's no, like I not how it works like, have my shit that i have to do but like sometimes it's comforting and silly and goofy i was just gonna ask if you ever if you ever done any kind of like spell or like wanted to do some kind of like magical thing I mean, I do wish every 11-11, at, like my whole Obviously. life, every single 11-11, I always make a wish. Actually, my wish should. recently changed this week for the first time in like eight years. Whoa. Actually, so does it ruin it if I say what my wish was? Not if you say it every day. I feel like it cancels it out. Well, my wish every day has been to be happy. But then whenever I was Aww. dating someone, my wish would be for them to be happy. Whenever it was 11-11, I know it's so gross. It's so gross. I'm not going to say what my new one was. It's like a little bit more, mm, it's asking for more accountability, I guess, I would say, my new wish. But Aww. I haven't done like, um, I don't think I've done a spell. I've done, obviously, I go to psychics. Um, I do magic mushrooms i do psychedelics i um love your tarot card readings i've had Thanks. crystals but i don't think i yeah i don't think i've ever done a spell i think i asked you about a spell once but i don't know if i, I did think it we both asked a friend of ours about like hexing somebody and she was like do not do it <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's one of the first things you have to learn is, you know, you can't do a bad, you can't do a bad no, no, no. curse. No it's, evil energy out. Because no evil energy. Putting, if you put like bad things out in the universe, I think they do come back to you. I mean, not They're going to bring it to themselves. can do evil stuff. But yeah, they'll, yeah. Hopefully, it's sort of like yeah, karma. It's like karma is real, but like you have nothing to do with it. You know, like karma will happen to people mm. in the way that it needs to happen for them and for like their growth and for their opportunities to be a better person and they're they're either going to take it or they're not and if they take it that's great and if not that's also great <laughs> you know like mm -hmm. yeah yeah well with the woo woo and speaking of yeah are you ready for the tarot card of the week traffic report 
Am I ready for it? Um, it's been a very sort of woo-woo episode, huh? That was a Taylor. That was a Taylor Swift reference. It was. Good job. You guys, you you always you always say that I don't hear them and you know a lot of the time that's true. But now I'm going to try to point it out so that you don't think that I don't know. There's actually this one podcast I listen to where one of the co-hosts is a huge Swifty and the other one isn't and she's like trying to make her a Swifty. It's like a journey that she's putting her on. She's like giving her homework and stuff like that. Would you like me to do that for you? I'm more than happy to, but, you know, if you've never seen mm. that interested in it, so I was like, you know, I'm not going to force it on you. You listen when you want to listen, and we talk about it when you want to talk about it, but I'm not going to – I don't think you – I mean, I do think, I think everyone would benefit from really diving in, but you know a lot of her music, you know? I think most people, even if they're not a Swifty, have heard, like, a hundred Taylor Swift songs. And, like, yeah. know a lot of her lyrics and know, like, you know what I mean? And I don't even think that's true. But so, so the fact that you're even saying that is where I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I don't need to, like, force it on you. You've listened to, like, probably <laughs> enough of them. Um, but if you ever are, like, I want to do the whole course. I want to do the right, whole right, right. from the beginning. Like, I'm happy to write it out for you. So what yeah, am I, I asking the cards this week? <laughs> What's, is it leap day energy this week? Mm, yeah. What's our what's our vibe for leap day? <laughs> I hope it's good because last week was a good one and it really like so good. Made my heart heart feel safe. Okay. Our leap day vibe is the 3 of swords. It's got a little heart in there. That's very cute. Cute. Swords is sometimes conflict, but I don't know about this one. Self-love, making amends and healing the heart. Wait, that makes so much sense. That's really sweet. And kind of like end of the heartbreak is kind of the vibe of it. Because like it mm. can be a heartbreak card, but it can also be like finding your way out of the darkness. And I think that yeah. doing that is through self-love. And I think that we we can all honor that today. It's very mending things vibes, which is sort of what the spell is as well. So isn't it always? Hey. Hey, hey, maybe we are witches now. <laughs> we could be witches. Honestly, mm, I see that for us. I see like one of our past lives, us doing very witchy things. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, I was Anne Boleyn in a past life and probably also like maybe a witch at some point. People say she was a witch, you know. Well, they say that about women, but did she do witchy things? I know they say like she kind of bewitched the king. Yeah, yeah, like love spell kind of thing. Mm, okay. That was the vibe that I got. Yeah, um, I don't think so she needed to do all that. Here, here's my thing. Check back with us, you know, in like a week or two. And if next week I'm like, I was like in psychosis last week, um, you know, just <laughs> just know that that's a possibility. <laughs> that like I, I could be doing better right now. My, oh, I didn't even say my parents were in town and they literally had like plans for us to do. And then they like literally we had one dinner and they we're like, okay, so what we're actually going to do is just clean your house. We're going to make you some meals. We're going to buy you groceries. And we're just going to take care of you for a couple of days. And I was like, okay. I could be doing better. Um, but I'm fucking living, laughing, loving and doing spells. And next week will be better. Once I start my antidepressants, I'm going to be amazing. You didn't sound psychosis to me until the last 10 seconds of you talking. I was yeah. just like Ellie's doing her thing. But now I'm like, are you? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, I love Tune it. in. <laughs> Tune in next week. Find out. 
Okay, um, we would like to shout out our birthday pigs. We've got mm. Katie, Curtis, Maya, Nathan, Flower Pig, Georgia, Zachary, and Biscuits. And Biscuits <laughs> has reached out to us and said, yes, Biscuits is a great name to call her by. It's actually her cat's name, and she made her Patreon to follow a cat <laughs> creator. So she was showing up as Biscuits. Love that. Um, Biscuits. So we're yeah. going gonna to go with Biscuits, but if you, know, if you ever change your mind... Let us know, but biscuits. Let us know, great. but love biscuits to, is great. Love to say it. Love to love for it to come out of my mouth. And um, if you want to be like our good friend biscuits, you can follow our Patreon. <laughs> patreoncom pod. And if you want to hang out with us on Instagram, where we will we'll be posting a spell this week, I guess. Um, then you can follow our Instagram, Late Night Drive Pod. And yeah, I love you guys so 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 much. Oh, and Patreon episodes will be coming if you want more. Uh, you know, updates, um, more sort mm-hmm. of ooh, gossipy little things. If you want to hear the more tea about how we're feeling in our personal lives, that's a great place to come well, hang out with us. So I love yeah. you guys so, 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 so much. As always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our very next drive. Thank you for coming in the drive. I hope you enjoyed the drive. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.